Well, welcome back to the podcast. We see today the Lord's answer. Last time together, we saw Moses' intercession, his prayer on behalf of the people uh, before the Lord. And today, we're taking a look at verses 20 through 25 as we continue in Numbers chapter 14. And the Word of God says this, Then the Lord said, I have pardoned according to your word. But truly, as I live, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. Because all these men who have seen my glory and the signs which I did in Egypt in the wilderness, and have put me to the test now these ten times, and have not heeded my voice, they certainly shall not see the land which I swore to their fathers, nor shall any of those who rejected me see it. But my servant Caleb, because he has a different spirit in him, has followed me fully. I will bring him into the land where he went, and his descendants shall inherit it. Now the Amalekites and the Canaanites dwell in the valley. Tomorrow turn and move out toward the wilderness by way of the Red Sea. So we see today in these verses a number of observations. But let's just quickly kind of highlight what we see in this passage. We see that the Lord is answering Moses and he pardons. He pardons the people. He's not going to send the pestilence and the complete annihilation of destruction starting again through Moses. He's not going to do that. The Lord reminds Moses in his response as well of how there is the promise that one day the earth will be full of the glory of the Lord. Hallelujah. I look forward to that day of the new heavens, the new earth, when Jesus sits upon the throne. Um, and I do believe that's in the big picture of uh, what this passage is referring to. Some commentators may point to something else, um, but I don't believe it's talking about the glory of the Lord being the promised land, because that was temporary. Um, but anyway, that, that's how, why I look at it that way. We also see a principle in this passage, that those who saw and did not believe won't see the fulfillment of God's promise. The Israelites ten times had tested the Lord and did not heed him. This was not a one-time infraction. This was not a one-time, you know, Johnny made a mistake. This was ten times Israel continued to see the Lord's power. They saw the, the plagues in Egypt. They've seen numerous miracles as they've been in the wilderness. They're being provided for miraculously every day with the manna. And all these miracles, and yet Israel is testing the Lord. They're sitting against him and not heeding his voice. However, we see that Caleb, and, and I'll also throw Joshua in there, because Joshua is going to be mentioned uh, later on as well, being included in, in this, but Caleb and Joshua are accepted from their generation. They're not like the rest. They received the promise that they will inherit the land, they will enter, they will see the fulfillment, um, because they are placing their faith in the Lord, they are keeping their eyes on Him, and their children will inherit it as well. There, there's going to be a blessing. And the last part of our passage today shows that the Lord is directing Moses that the Amalekites and the Canaanites are in the valley. Apparently they're nearby. And so he's directing Moses, um, let's see, I believe he says in the morning, yeah, tomorrow, turn and move out into the wilderness by way of the Red Sea. So, so what's going to happen for the entire nation? Because of their sin, they, they've been pardoned that they won't be utterly destroyed, they won't be wiped off the face of the earth, however... They're going to move out into the wilderness. They're going to move out into the wilderness. So what can we uh, apply from this passage? I think there's three clear applications that we can see from this passage today. 
Number one, we are called to walk by faith and not sight. Scripture even directly says that later on in the New Testament. We are called to walk by faith, not by sight. We have a clear picture here of people walking by sight, even though they bear the name of God's people. Secondly, we see really a couple of questions, I think, for ourselves. Are we rejecting the signs of the Lord and putting Him to the test today? Are you rejecting Christ's Lordship of your life? Third, we obtain God's promises by faith. To obey is better than sacrifice. The Lord was not asking the children of Israel to do great and mighty things, to, to do great sacrifices and, and in order to serve Him. Now, they did observe the sacrifices, but the point is what He was after was their obedience. He wasn't asking them to go and to literally all lay down on the ground and just be killed by the enemy in entering the promised land. He had called them to place their faith and their trust in Him. And we are reminded again of another clear truth that the scripture tells us later on. To obey is better than sacrifice. Let's pray. Father, we thank you today as we look at your response to Moses' intercession. Father, we're reminded how Christ stands in our place and on our behalf before you interceding for us. Father, we see a generation today that put you to the test, that did not believe you, that did not submit to your lordship in their lives, that focused more on what they could see than trusting. Father, accept our belief and help our unbelief today. In Jesus' name we pray. This podcast has been brought to you by FMM, Focusing on the Mark Ministries. Keep living a Matthew 6.33 life until he comes. Check out more at gen1 to rev22.com.